of Oklahoma City, you're tuned in to the Good Trash Media Network Dead Center Film Festival Special Edition. Good Trash Media will be bringing you all the Dead Center coverage you could ever want. For more information, go to GoodTrashMedia.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to more of Good Trash Media's Dead Center Film Festival special coverage. I'm your host, Caleb Masters. And if you're tuning in, you are about to hear a little bit about that fun little thing that often gets overlooked at some of these film festivals, and that is shorts. I had the privilege, uh, Good Trash Media, to talk to a few of the filmmakers kind of about their projects, and we just wanted to make sure, can I, can I get the word out about how, you know, what, what was the process of getting a short out there and submitted and, and into the hands of the festival, as well as just kind of learn a little more about kind of what the, 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 the filmmakers approach to the films. Uh, now, I had the opportunity to catch the Oki shorts yesterday. We had some really uh Pretty great variety of all the different things going on here in the Oklahoma shorts scene at the Okie Shorts. So we had kind of a really cool uh, drama piece uh, in the film, the short 21 Guns. We had a really, really great uh, interpretive dance piece by Lance McDaniel uh, at Swirl uh, that we're going to talk to him uh, that you can hear a little bit more about here in a moment. Um, uh, also a really great uh, bit, The Superlative Light. Uh, which was this really, really great uh, documentary about uh, how a homeless man, uh, homeless photographer, uh, eventually uh, grew out of poverty uh, by getting uh, a really good job taking photos of a giant laser in the University of Texas. That's right, a giant laser. Come for the laser, save for the story. Uh, but yeah, and uh, we also had a really great kind of... Uh, kind of nerdtastic uh, 80s throwback film, Heroes of the Realm. So a lot of really, really great stuff. And, you know, one of my favorite things about Dead Center so far is just how easy it is to approach and talk to some of the filmmakers. The first up uh, is, a, is a short uh, that is by uh, Lance McDaniel, uh, who is kind of a, he's a pretty big mover and shaker here at Dead Center. Um, does a lot of really great stuff. Also has a feature film called Oh Brother uh, that I think you should really, really check out. Uh, but Swirl was, it was, it was really... A powerful and sort of a moving uh, piece. I think it ran for about six or seven minutes, and basically it was just you. You see no dialogue. Uh, you see a a teen uh, being picked on. He's taken into the restroom, given a swirly, and then he is uh, greeted by uh, a friend, uh, and they they bond very very closely and grow close together as friends. Uh, and the whole uh, and as they kind of grow into this guy kind of loving partnership, you know, relationship, uh, they find that, uh, they, they, you know, as you'd expect, there's a, there's a lot of discrimination. And it's just really cool, powerful story about how these two characters bond together. And it's told completely through kind of interpretive dance. Now, again, I had the privilege to talk to Lance a little bit about his film following uh, the debut at the Oki Shorts run. So uh, we'll go ahead and tune into that now. Hi, this is Caleb with Good Trash Media here following the Oki Shorts, and I'm going to talk to Lance McDaniel and... Emmett Fritz. Well, we just got out of the shorts, and you guys had probably, I mean, that was moving short, yeah, like with the, like the, the, the dance, kind of a dance, inter- interpretive dance almost short yeah, type of yeah. thing going on, yeah. So I'm just kind of curious, uh, what were some of the inspirations for Swirl? Well, so the inspiration was that I really wanted to tell a story through through dance. Like, I wanted to tell a nonverbal story, and I had met this chore- these choreographers, He Chapoos and Brandy Kelly, and I'd heard this great song, and so... Uh, 
Um, so we did auditions. I thought Emma was awesome and Aaron, and so we kind of rewrote script to fit them, and then it turned into something awesome. So, I, so I'm very happy with it. It was, it was the only movie I've done where it turned out exactly like I hoped it would. It was flawless, man. Like the, the, the cuts you guys made were really slick. You guys have this very, this very uh, storyboarded pre-production. It was, it was kind of storyboarded. Every location we shot at, I, I do a six-mile walk about five days a week, and every one of those outside locations I walk by every day. And so I was like trying to figure out how to use those locations yeah. and link them together through the dance. And uh, yeah, but so and our editor was a guy uh, named Josh in of Savannah that we used in an exchange. And so it was everyone else was from Oklahoma, but I did an exchange in Savannah. And it was Josh Brandstetter, and um, it was awesome. It was a very fun experience, and we filmed it in two days. It took about a few weeks to edit. Oh wow, wow! And Emmett, what was it like? You know, to do those really sick moves along the screen. I mean, it was incredible. You know, this, this is my second time doing film, and just getting to express my dance, you know, to the audience and let people feel of the story, what it's trying to tell. I mean, it was amazing. Like working with Lance was incredible. You know, because we get to tell a story, you know, through dance and, you know, without having to say any type of di dialogue or nothing like that. And it was just incredible, like I said, you know, just showing through love, you know, showing love, you know, through dance. And not having to say so much, you know, it was just expressing it. Very, I mean, super powerful imagery when you're walking across the bridge with the handholding. Yeah, right. Beautiful stuff. And then uh, I thought the scene in the class in particular was just uh, super. I was like, oh my God, this is good yeah. stuff. Oh, nice. Uh, so, really cool. I mean, uh, is, it, is it pretty exciting to be able to bring like that kind of uh, perspective, the LGBTQ perspective? Well, yeah. Like well, and and I, I've worked on 22 films, and none of them have been LGBT, and I'm gay. And so, I, so once I decided last year, I was like, I'm going to start exploring that because I think Absolutely. there's been a limit to my storytelling because I'm not telling stories that are as personal to me as they should be. And so, that's why I wanted to start with this one, and I also want to do one that wasn't going to take forever to do. And so, uh, so yeah, so it was, for me, it was very exciting. And then I also have a feature in the festival that, is, that has an LGBT theme, too. So my goal is to explore stories that are closer to me and try to get better as a storyteller. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, anything else you guys want to add about the short, Swirl? No, well, well, I'll tell you what else. I thought all the shorts program, the, the program we played in, I thought was perfect because it shows a broad diversity of filming in Oklahoma. And I think that people are shocked when they come here to see what a wide range of great storytellers we have. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Hey, gentlemen, thank you so much for your pleasure talking to you guys. Hey, thank you. Now, another one of my favorite shorts, uh, probably my favorite short of, of the bunch out of the Okie shorts was Heroes of the Realm. And Heroes of the Realm was basically uh, features a, uh, a girl uh, who is like a pizza delivery girl. And she's going through a breakup and she, she's kind of, uh, you know, uh, escaping through video games. Now there's an arcade game she goes into uh, and, and plays and beats. And when she beats it, she actually unlocks this magic bracelet. Well, what happens when she wears the magic bracelet? But a the the characters from the video game uh, come to life and uh, help her fight the villains. And then she finds that she herself is kind of in the video game. Uh, lots of fun, lots of lots of fun. I, I really dig uh, dug the use of uh, a throwback retro pub here in Oklahoma City. So uh, really, really neat, uh, really special effects heavy. I was really impressed by the number of special effects that worked in here. Now this is a film that is directed by. Uh, this is a short that is directed by Kyle Roberts, who you might know from the Posthuman Project. Uh, so what, what I thought was really impressive about this is it was part of the 48-hour uh, project uh, here uh, that Oklahoma City participates in. And basically, filmmakers are tasked with a kind of a an idea uh, or a prompt for a short film that they, they have to make, and they have 48 hours to make it. And I was just blown away by the number of special effects that were included in here. I, I was almost, I couldn't believe that they, you know, had, had worked up 
this level of uh, detail into like a forty-eight hour film. Uh, now, I, I now my I heard I if I understand correctly after talking to Kyle and the star uh, Stephen Goodman a little bit, uh, the film this was an, uh, a revised version of the cut, although the changes were minor. But guys, man, this is this is really impressive stuff. If it, it uh, I, I kept getting the, the the Scott Pilgrim vibes off this thing like crazy. The way uh, when characters throw a punch, you know, you see the pow and all, all the all the kind of motions come out there. And there's some a lot of really cool quick cuts. And what's really cool is the short is actually heading to San Diego Comic Con. Has been accepted and uh, into that. So Kyle uh, and. Steven and some other crew are going to be heading out to San Diego Comic-Con uh, next month. I have to get a bro- brief word in with Kyle, so let's kind of get, get kind of the inside scoop. Hello, this is Caleb Masters here with Good Trash Media, about to screen the Okie Shorts. And, and who, who do I sit next to? I mean, what are the chances I sit next to one of the, the directors of a short film uh, here? Uh, sir, could you introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Kyle Roberts, and I directed Heroes of the Realm. Yeah, Heroes of the Realm. Now, uh, this is a one I've been looking forward to. Here, here on the genre cast, we're big fans of genre stuff, as uh, you you know to expect. Um, so we're really excited to see something kind of like a, I kind of read the synopsis, kind of like a comic book type of vibe going on to it, right? Yeah, in a world where magic reigns. Uh, uh, evil tyrant, uh, I forget what the synopsis is, but basically, yeah, it's video game characters uh, come into our world and they have to, like, suppress them back into into the game kind of thing, so it was, and we, again, we made it, wrote it, shot it, edited it, visual effects, color graded all that, scored it in, uh, t- in two days. Oh, fantastic, yeah, so this was part of the 48-hour film race here in Oklahoma City, correct? Yeah, and the 48-hour film deal is awesome, like, if you're interested in film and looking to get into film, it's a great way to do it, it's July 29th weekend, this summer uh and if and you can join a team you can start your own team um and, and we we made it as part of that challenge last year uh it's screened in four different continents uh we got in san diego comic-con oh wow congratulations <laughs> san diego comic-con you're the biggest it's comic this little convention. yeah this little convention i don't know if you guys have heard about <laughs> yeah yeah you know that's fantastic so you, so that's a head up next month right yeah it's uh it's july 20th through the 24th uh, and I read on several blogs that they sold out of their like 300,000 passes in 40 minutes yeah. this year. <laughs> it is an intensive nice. process getting in, <laughs> in for sure. Um, so, so what's the process of that, like that taking to a big festival like Comic Con? Because you've done that with a post human project before, correct? Yeah, like a, a lot of festivals, you just submit. So some festivals are free submissions, some are up to like $100 submissions, and so you you could really spend a lot of money quickly just submitting, uh, and then it goes through like Death Center. I think they said it was like 1,400 films oh, wow, or something yeah. that were submitted, then they picked like a hundred and something uh, that, that got in um, and so that's that's fairly typical with a lot of festivals and some you know obviously like South by Southwest and whatever it's like thousands and thousands and thousands so you just submit and and you know pray about it and hope the San Diego Comic Con gods <laughs> accept you into the nerddom awesome exactly uh, very cool so you guys just going there and screening as part of like the, the film fe- like a short film festival they have there I imagine we are and uh, just got some great news last night that we can't can't totally oh. talk about on yeah, the down maybe low. maybe we'll talk. We'll come next time and talk next time. about this. Oh, very cool. About distribution for our film. Oh, very yeah. nice. That, yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah, hopefully we'll get to talk to you about that again yeah. in the future. Um, I guess if I just one last question. Sure. If you had to, if you had to make an, uh, you kind of gave it the spiel of the video game characters come to life. Do you have like any inspiration specific going into this at all, or? Well, um, we we had to incorporate several things. Uh, we had to incorporate uh, a delivery person, uh, a bracelet, uh, and so we had a pizza woman, pizza delivery um, driver. 
uh, and she had like she won like a slap bracelet. So we we try to keep it like very eighties theme, and we had a flashback retro pub as one of our locations. Oh great! Yeah. So we just kind of and obviously like we're all huge nerds, yeah. and so we just kind of ran with that whole deal. And it's it's really like it's it's superheroes and video games and all this stuff, but really it's a film. Just kind of like everyone has a purpose. You know, you may you may be a pizza delivery person, uh, but your purpose is greater than that kind of thing. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Very cool. Well, Kyle, it's a pleasure talking <laughs> to you. Now, while I was covering the Oki Shorts, uh, Alexandra Bohannon was uh, out uh, doing the Lord's work by talking to some other filmmakers at a uh, filmmaker's, uh, there's a film press luncheon that we were able to attend uh, yesterday afternoon. And Alex actually got to talk to some of the filmmakers uh, behind the short film Enos. Uh, now, Enos is a film uh, that has not played yet, and I'll actually be playing later today at 5.15 p.m. So that's right. If you're listening right now, that means you still have a chance to catch it. And if you're not ca- listening this day of, it'll be playing an encore showing at 2.45 p.m. Both of these will be playing in the Harkins, uh, both showtimes. So, so let's take a look at the synopsis. Carl and Raymond come across something in the mountains that shouldn't be there. A 50-year-old capsule from an early space program, but something is wrong with it. Well, it uh, sounds like uh, some really uh, potentially fun kind of uh, story, to, uh, some kind of fun shenanigans going on there. I'm very interested to see how that, that mystery unfolds. Now let's go ahead and uh, turn on over to Alex to kind of hear what she learned from the filmmakers earlier today. I'm Alexandra Bohannon, and I'm here with uh, Ryan Scott talking about Enos. How are you doing today, sir? Doing very well, thank you very much. So, you are the director? Yes, absolutely. Director of it, and also did the VFX and all the editing and stuff like that. So, yeah. so how many hats did you end up wearing for this uh, short feature? Um, a variety of them. Producer, as well as director, as well as writer, as well as editing. So, kind of the whole package, just from start to finish. That seems to be kind of the theme that uh, comes about through uh, short film sh- short filmmaking. Um, so is this your first short film? Oh no, no. I've done many short films. Um, I've many in Dead Center even. Um, this is probably my, I want to say probably 30 or 40 of narrative short film. I've done two features. Uh, I did Skid last year, which was best Oki feature in, in Dead Center last year. And then uh, Wolfhead a couple years before that. So yeah, so this is, a, this is just fun. I just like to do shorts and be in the game and just, you know, Keep, keep making content so so tell me your process whenever you uh, get an idea and you kind of take it from just this burgeoning idea to its like conclusion as a piece of cinema oh yeah that's a really good question it, it all kind of starts with either an image I see or some sort of concept or something that I hear about or an experience that I have and then you slowly take that little bit and you just start to develop it and see is this worth going you know full 90 with is this going to be entertaining enough for 90 whole minutes or is it just something you should just try out in a short and you know test out there and so it was something like the short film Enos that, that's in this year that I did I thought you know this would work as a short let's see how it does as a short and if I feel like it's worth expanding into 90 then you kind of go from there so yeah it's just all about uh, picking an idea that you think is it works with audiences it's going to resonate that, that they're going to like as well it's been kind of a paradigm shift in my head recently to stop making the films that I would necessarily want to make but what do audiences want to see as well and that's often forgotten part of filmmaking so sure and I know a lot of times people use uh, short film as kind of a laboratory for filmmaking is that kind of your perspective on it oh yeah absolutely definitely you get a lot of insight as to you get to try out your special effects you get to try out you know actors you get to try out the story is this thing even going to be comp- 
compatible? Is all of this going to work? And uh, yeah, so it's a definitely a laboratory for sure. It's super, and it's and it's cheaper. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper than spending all the money and all the time. And it gives you a chance to kind of test things out. Yeah. You, did you guys crowdfund it or? No, no, I just paid for it. I just put the money down on it. Yeah. It was one of those things. It's like you know what? I'm I'm going to just spend the money on this and do it. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things. If it's worth it to you uh, to save up, work hard, use your money, and pay for it, um, is, is how I do it. Of course, you could go out and get funding. But I did this whole thing, Enos, on like a thousand bucks. So we're not talking like loads and loads of money. So, um, but what's to my benefit is that I can do all the posts. <laughs> you know, so if you do all the posts, it saves like, quite a bit of money. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people would have to outsource that kind of processing, especially the the video effects. So you're you're just the like a bargain for yourself, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be like an all-in-one house where I can just kind of take it from product, you know, concept builder product is the goal. So, so you said la uh, that last year. Uh, again, congratulations on Skid winning Best Narrative Feature. Uh, tell me about that feature film. That film was uh, written by Renee Gutteridge, who is an Oklahoma novelist. She lives here in town. And, um, yeah, so basically we took her book and expanded it into a 90-minute film. And she she has a she does screenwriting as well. So it made perfect sense. She could take her novel and condense it down into screenwriting. So, But that film is about an overseas trip uh, from uh, Atlanta all the way to Germany and all these terrible things that happen on a flight that goes overseas. There's like a diamond heist going on. There's a pig on the plane. There's an old woman that dies. There's all these, just, it's just all these crazy hijinks. So it's kind of an action comedy. And it's really fun. Yeah, we filmed the entire thing here in Oklahoma and found the airplane and everything here just in Oklahoma sitting on the tarmac. So. Wow. Yeah, that's one thing that a lot of, I, that we just heard in that panel about kind of the openness of Oklahoma to filmmaking. It sounds like that, what your story you just said is really a testament to that. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oklahoma is definitely primed and it's the perfect place to start making films. Um, yeah, and so it, it, like they said before, very, people are very receptive um, right, right now. <laughs> I think as years go on, it could potentially get a, kind of a you know, flattened road, but uh, it's definitely a place where films are easily made, and that people are willing to work together, and people are hard workers, uh, and they work, they collaboration. They know how to work together, and I don't know what it is about Oklahoma. Maybe it's tornadoes that we all come together and work together. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, uh, tell me a little bit more about your short film that's in Dead Center this year, Enos. Oh, yeah. Enos. It's a uh, back in 1960, we used to shoot monkeys up into space, and. Uh, one of the monkeys was named Enos, and we lost him. And to this day, they don't know where his body is. Uh, they found the capsule and everything, but they don't know where his body is. So basically, it's about that story. And what if Enos came back and he was intelligent, and somehow he went through some sort of time warp, and he landed now, and he figured out his own way how to get back here. So we don't ever show Enos or anything like that, but it's pretty fun. That's cool. Yeah, uh, that's and that's interesting. You say you don't ever show Enos because I think that's one of the most powerful things in filmmaking is whenever you have this. Like in Jaws, you know, you don't see the shark till the end of the movie. So is that kind of what you were going for there? Absolutely. you got to be careful with how you show the monster and what the monster is and how much you give people. You don't want to be hokey with just terrible effects where it's like, oh, that turned out really bad. But at the same time, you don't want to leave audiences disappointed and wish they had seen something where like, oh, they never showed the monster. So it's a delicate balance between showing when you show the monster, how you show the monster, that type of thing. Well, I have with me uh, my uh, compadre, uh, Dustin Sells. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I was curious if uh, Dustin, uh, who's pursuing a uh, PhD in film studies at OSU in uh, Stillwater, if you had any uh, questions for our filmmaker. Uh, I would just be curious as to uh, what other films were like influences uh, on you. I mean, obviously we've got like the 60s kind of setting, so I'm thinking about 2001 a little bit, you know, and then I get a little bit of that vibe. Were there other, were there other what were the influences and what others were there? Definitely 2001 Space Odyssey for sure. Um, Planet of the Apes for sure. I just love Planet of the Apes. Everything about it um, is one of my <laughs> one of my all-time favorite movies. Every bit of it. Um, yeah, that that and just I don't know something about the 60s scene that I, I love that feel of like space exploration and kind of the new frontier. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm trying to think of other films that I would put in there, but I can't think of anything at the moment. But definitely Planet of the Apes for sure. Did you make uh, any use of uh, like newsreel footage uh, and that kind of stuff? And, and then how did you go about doing that? I mean, I don't I don't know what the right situation is or any of that with that sort of thing. Not really. No, I I thought about using some of that, but it was hard for me to acquire some of that and get really? some of that yeah. and use it. Um, but mostly, yeah, it's just, I, I did do some research on the capsule itself mm-hmm. to figure out what the thing looked like. Yeah. And I went to a museum that I found. It was a space uh, and history museum in Florida and saw the actual capsule. And so I was able to like go up and like see the one that, that this was about, after, you know, after I had filmed it. So we didn't have the actual capsule to film it with. We just had a blue tarp, basically, that was the spot where the capsule would be. And then CG and the actual mm-hmm. capsule. So it was helpful for me after we filmed it to see how, about how big it was, touch it, be around it, and know, like, okay, this is how big this thing was. And it's tiny. It's super tiny. So... Um, you, whenever I talked to uh, to Jesse, he said that it, this was his first film. Yeah. Uh, really exciting experience yeah. for him. So uh, tell me about your casting process and uh, how you went about finding your. Is he, is he your lead actor? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was really it was funny because we done we auditioned maybe 30, 40 people, and very the last minute the guy was like, "Hey, there's this guy that just signed up today. Would you want to interview him?" I mean, fresh off the fresh off the press type of guy, he comes walking in, and I thought, no way. He starts doing through the lines, and he fit it. He fit it really well. He's definitely a natural actor. I mean, I kind of, I kind of find three different actors. There's either actors that are can act that are terrible, or there's actors that are the real deal actors who can they can be anything, or there's actors that they're just natural. They just are who they are. Almost like Jeff Goldblum. He can't be anybody else but Jeff Goldblum. And Jesse's kind of like that. He is just Jesse, and it's just, he fits perfectly for this particular spot. So yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, any last words uh, about Enos? When is it screening? Please tell us. Oh, yeah. It screens tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow at about 5.15 at the Strange Encounters. That's uh, tomorrow, Saturday. And then also on Sunday at um, 2.45, both at Harkins. Uh, do you know what block of shorts th- that's in? It's the Strange Encounters shorts, so I'm not totally sure what that means. But, the, yeah, it would be a Strange Encounter. That does sound strange. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. And uh, I'm here with Jesse, an actor in short, the short film Enos. So uh, tell me about this film. Well, it's, uh, it's kind of a sci-fi thriller. And the premise of it, um, when the uh, monkeys were getting shot up into space back in the 60s uh, by NASA um, to test manned rockets, um, the capsule went up and it never came down back to Earth. And so the premise is this capsule finally comes down 50 years later um, with a, uh, basically with an oversized chimp. Um, you know, and one of my lines in the movie was, uh, he not only survived up there, he thrived up there. And that's kind of the premise. He somehow has, you know, gotten to that size, intelligence. Um, and so it's, it's got a lot of direction to go. It's, it's really fun. Fantastic. 
Fantastic. Well, um, so you, it sounded like you said you are, aren't an Oki local. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Boulder, Colorado. Okay. I'm originally from the Chicagoland area, but I lived almost all my life in Colorado. Um, I lived in San Francisco for uh, five or six years where I met my wife. And um, so not a local here, but definitely getting tuned in. Um, the director, Ryan Staples, um, is here. And um, he is from here. He, he was here 10 years, you know, studying. And so he's been great to be around, to meet some people and lay of the land. Fantastic. So where did you film Enos? Enos was filmed in Colorado Springs. Um, it was filmed in a uh, state park. Um, in the foothills just uh, west of Colorado Springs um, and we found a real nice uh, a real nice canyon with a pretty good v-cut on it um, a creek and a nice flat area to to shoot the film it was really organic it was fun um, we were all just kind of you know newbies and we just got this kind of rat pack crew together and it was it was a blast it was so awesome fun. so how long have you been in the business this was my first acting gig. Amazing! I got an impromptu uh, audition from Ryan when I was signing up with my agency that same day. And he popped his head in the office and, and said, do you want to do an impromptu audition? And it's a yes business, right? And so I said, absolutely. And uh, we, we went through, we read with the script twice, and then we did it twice without the script. And he was all thumbs up. So I, I feel very, very honored, very, very humbling to, to get that kind of chance. That's amazing. I'm so excited. And so this is then is your first film festival, correct? Uh, yes, it is. As a participant, for sure. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Again, that was the short film Enos from Strange Encounter Shorts. Sounds like it went a lot of fun. Definitely falls in that good trash wheelhouse that, uh, you know, a genre of film that we love to talk about so much. Uh, but now... Um, I think it's about time to wrap our little special on the shorts. Guys, there are a million shows for shorts here at Dead Center. You've got shorts for everything. You've got your R rated off for ridiculously awesome shorts. You've got your not-so-short shorts, which are like 30, you know, 15 to 30-minute short films. Again, you have the Oki shorts that are, has its encore screening uh, also at the Harkins at sun, uh, this Sunday. So you've got a little bit more time left to catch that. But, man, shorts are a big deal. The the The... Yes, the narrative features are the big draw. Um, I get really excited about them. But I think you find a lot of the more creative things you're going to see are actually going to be done in these shorts. So if you have, you're at Dead Center and you, you've seen just a lot of narrative features, I highly recommend you go to pick one short show. Just pick one. Uh, maybe one of the shorts we talked about earlier today uh, interests you there. Uh, and if they do, I definitely would check out those shows. Um, but I think that's all about uh, all we have time for on shorts today. Keep your eyes peeled to goodtrashmedia.com if you want to learn more about follow all of the happenings at Dead Center. And uh, we will keep up with you there. Or you can also always hit us up on Twitter at good underscore trash. Or give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash goodtrashmedia. Thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to this special presentation from Good Trash Media. For more information on the Dead Center Film Festival, go to deadcenterfilm.org. For more information on the Good Trash Media Network and all of our family of shows, go to goodtrashmedia.com. <laughs>